All right, welcome to Prismatic Trials, the Risk of Rain podcast where I invent, invite people from the Risk of Rain community to come on and talk about characters, abilities, and game balance. Uh, this is the first episode, hopefully, of many to come. And yeah, so uh, podcast. I got my podcast guest here. Uh, Kane, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm uh, Kane. I'm a equips eight player on average. I play equips eight. I do uh, modded difficulties like Deuvian, Syzygy. Um, I have fifteen hundred hours in the game. All the achievements unlocked. All equips eight done for each and every character. All right, so let's just hop straight into the questions. Uh, so first of all, who do you play a lot of in Risk of Rain? Um, that's a great question. I mostly uh rotate, you know. But if I say if I had to pick one character, Captain. Play a lot of Captain. Hmm. Why do you like Captain? Well, it's not that you know his uh you know kit is fun. It's just like the design himself. You know he uses like such haphazard uh, things like to defeat his enemies with. Oh, sort of and... how he's all about items and less sort of about special abilities. He's all about getting yeah. all those items up fast. Yeah, he's just all about a you know fast pace, you know, get all those items. Yeah, he doesn't have mobility, but you also gotta understand that he can hack pretty much anything that has a gold value. Yeah, yeah. So do you always take two hacking beacons when you play captain? Um, yeah. In yeah. general, but uh if I'm going a uh build like squid polyp, I usually just take uh, equipment uh hack or equipment beacon and uh healing beacon just to heal the polyps. Well, yeah, but and we, I usually take a Golax Opus. We we don't talk about squid polyp builds. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Um, yeah, I, I've played a lot of Captain as well. I don't play a whole lot of him right now. I prefer to play sort of mercenary and sort of like the high energy, jump around, lots yeah. of mobility characters. Um, but whenever I play Captain, uh, I like to actually sometimes take a healing beacon and a hacking beacon um, because I think that... The healing beacon, if you can put it next to a blood shrine, you can use that to get some really nice early game gold. How do you feel about that? Um, yeah, you could use that. I mean, personally, I wouldn't just use it for a, um, you know, early game uh, blood shrine. And yes, if it's next to a teleporter, which, uh, you know, that's my whole point about uh, healing beacons, right? Oh, have it next yeah. to the teleporter so you can keep that yeah, sustain I, up? Yeah, you know, keep your sustain up because, um, you know, the thing about Oli game, right, is that the healing beacon's like amazing Oli game. So is hacking yeah. beacon, but um, the thing about healing beacon is, um, yeah, it heals like ten percent uh, of your maximum health, right? Pull tick, right? Yeah, there's yeah. the tick, you know, there's a tick limit to that, but overall, it's ten percent of your maximum health per second, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 10%'s a lot. And especially mm -hmm. if you get, like, an early game Aegis, which is pretty rare, but, you know, if you ever do get an early game Aegis, it just makes you basically invincible for the first loop or two. Yeah. It's awesome. Take no heal and just fully got the Aegis, got the heal and beacon. I uh, haven't heard you talk about shocking Taether beacons yet. I, uh, uh, I can understand why, but how do you feel about those? Oh, yeah, like the uh, two beacons? Uh, um... Shocking Beacon? I honestly like it. Because, um... Oh, really? Yeah, like, it, it's not that great, but when... Especially, like, running Diablo Strike... Oh, yeah. That's definitely helpful. Yeah, and definitely. Like, not even 
the obvious strike, just uh, your shift in general. It's like helpful, you know, for like, uh, putting those groups together. And once they're together, you know, they cannot escape unless if you damage them, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it's just going to keep on shocking them. I know. I feel like for the other shift, sometimes um, Captain's just normal. I, I don't know why I'm saying normal. Captain's only M2. I feel like the taser is sometimes enough for yeah, uh, the basic enough. shift. But for Diablo Strike, I can definitely see how that would be useful. Yeah. I mean, uh, I forget. Does tasing be do tasing beacons do damage? Um, no, they do not. Ah, okay. What if it, yeah, they might actually be like viable if they did damage or something? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, the thing about tasing beacons, right, mm -hmm. is um that yeah, they they like the will beacon to get, but at the same time, again, it depends on the context, you know. Yeah. Like this game is very heavy, you know, context based. So. I mean, it's not to say that shocking beacons are necessarily useless, but compared to the other beacons, I think they're not as, like, the shocking beacon's not as great. And compared to hacking beacons specifically, I don't know, I feel like oh, Captain's, yeah, I feel like, I feel like Captain's whole loadout, all of his beacons and stuff, would be, like, a whole lot more appreciated if hacking beacons didn't exist or were nerfed. And I'm not saying that the devs should nerf hacking beacons. I don't think they're necessarily overpowered. Um, if you ever played any Team Fortress 2, I'm not sure if you have, but it's sort of the same issue with the Crusader's crossbow, where yeah. one is just so much better than all the others that it overshadows them. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, like, uh, you know, talk about that, like, with items, which I can agree, like, some items are more consistent, like, this is about with grain, some items is more yeah. consistent than other items, but... You mean abilities, think, right? Well, no, like, items, like, abilities, right, like, passive yeah. items, you know? Oh, yeah. Some, some, you know, items, right, abilities are more consistent than, you know, other items' abilities, but how I see the item design in this game is no matter what, I, you can get a end game build on any item. Oh yeah, I agree with that. I think that um, I think that one of the things that's really amazing about Risk of Rain that not a whole lot of people appreciate is that like this game is amazingly well balanced for what it is. You you go look at um, first person shooters and other games that have heroes in them and characters that you can pick and stuff. Even just roguelikes in general, um, you have different weapons. If you play Hades, the gun is by far the best weapon there and you can run stuff on it, but there are clearly good and bad ones. And then in Risk of Rain, you can really sort of just run whatever you want and you will mm. probably be able to be successful with it. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. Like, uh, what do you call it? I item design itself, right? Uh, what they do is, you know, great because this game is a PvE where balance doesn't matter as much oh, yeah. as, like, PvP or, you know. It doesn't like, matter where it feels, whether or not it feels fair or not to play against because you're not going to be playing against it. Yeah. Yeah, one of the things I hear people talking about a lot is how when you play Risk of Rain, it sort of makes you feel like a god. Like... Because you just get so incredibly strong towards the end of the game. Yeah, I mean, it's just how scaling works, you know? Yeah. Of course, granted, granted, you do need items to, you know, yeah. get up that scaling, but the items, like, boost your uh, scaling dramatically. That's yeah. all it does. Yeah. 
Mm, the point of a screen is to outscale your enemies before they outscale you. Yeah, yeah. I feel like once you get sort of into the end game, that starts being easy with stuff like scavenger sex. So, um, yeah. you mentioned a lot of other games. Do you play any games other than Risk of Rain? Yes, I do. And do um, part of my uh, reasons why I kind of criticize uh, Risk of Rain sort of like with its difficulty is because yeah, I'm more of a from software guy, like the Souls games. I play uh, Dark Souls, Neo. Oh, I play yeah. Um, like, other than that, I play, uh, like, if we're talking about Rogue's, uh, I usually play uh, Gunfire and Hades. Oh, yeah. You play Hades? Yeah, uh, sometimes I play Hades. That's... Um, like, an- another thing why I like the genre, right? Mm-hmm. Is while like, it's not like the same genre, I do sometimes like to play Yet for Dead and uh, COD Zombies. Oh yeah, because it kind of has like that same, the same you know, feel. Yeah, the same feel to Risk of Rain, but it's not we really because COD Zombies is balanced, right? <laughs> like, you, well, sort of. Anyways, like not not the new ones, but like I'm talking about Black Ops and um, mm-hmm. Black Ops Two. Yeah, yeah. Like the new ones are just easy. Black Ops yeah. will easy, but the point is about uh, COD Zombies is that it has like that feel. Like in the early game, you're just weak. You know, you can make a single mistake and you just fuck up your whole run. Yeah, and you and, sort of then do you not. I haven't played all that much COD Zombies. Um, do you not like get so powerful at the end that it doesn't matter anymore? Um, it depends on what game. Uh, for the most part, yes. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, I'd like to see um, maybe the new DLC coming out from Risk of Rain to sort of bring it back there. Um, maybe the new DLC coming out for Risk of Rain will make the end game a little bit less brain dead. Yeah, uh, although uh, given that uh, Void Items whole thing. Yeah. I mean, I think Void Items personally, right? Um, I think they're uh, fine. You know, like, they're meant to bring a. Like, they're not. They're kind of like you know items in the sense that they kind of do have a caveat to them, right? Oh yeah. Like on to what to choose, right? Ignoring gesture of the drowned, but yes, keep yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. Ignoring gesture of the drowned, of course. You just always pick that up. That's a given. <laughs> and um, basically, like void items that you choose, like what you want to do. Would you rather, um, you know, quit enemies, right, and quit bosses, right, normally? Yeah. Or would you rather? one-shot non-boss enemies and i think what they mean by non-boss enemies is anyone with a red health ball not a boss enemies in general i think that's i hope that's what it means oh yeah like because once you get into the later stages it would be like impossible to one-shot the beetle queens that are just sitting there you know yeah i hope that is how they make it work that's probably how they're gonna make it work they'd also Mm. um do you know what's up with mithrix by the way you might not but like how mithrix counts as a boss enemy for some things and not a boss for others like how artificer can yeah. freeze him yeah yeah that's that's another thing i kind of hate uh, about the fight like i get that you want to like balance right like you know artificer you know make cool like uh, you know actually like useful in some situations i'm not saying artificer is necessarily bad mm-hmm. i think she's a fine character but I, um i think artificer like, oh keep going Sorry, my bad. Yeah, being able to freeze enemies, I think, is a bit much. I I don't think being able to freeze enemies is broken. I feel like Artificer 
is in general pretty well balanced. I just wish that she was better at everything other than fighting with her. So I, I used to play, and I still play quite a bit um, of Artificer. I wish he was. I wish he oh, was. Sorry. Not not freezing enemies, freezing Mithrix. Oh yeah, freezing Mithrix. Yeah. I, yeah, I should have added more context to that. I think uh, freezing Mithrix is dumb, and I think Artificer. Like people sort of say that Artificer is the easy character to get your first win on, Monsoon uh, Mithrix not kill weird. on, because you can just freeze Mithrix, and Mithrix is generally that barrier for people. Mm. Like, but, um, with Monsoon, when it comes down to it, you have to get to Mithrix though, which I, is. I guess, I but, easier said than done. but Artificer definitely makes the Mithrix fight itself very easy. Yeah, and quite frankly, so does Rex. Oh yeah, cause Rex because Rex can root Mithrix. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that one as well. I have a little bit more trouble with Rex, because I feel like uh, Rex isn't nearly as just broken, because he doesn't have the execute or the completely stun. Yeah, um, but like, my point being, right, is that um, like, I don't like the idea of freezing or rooting metrics, right? Yeah. You can breed, you know, ruin, and all that, right? I'm fine with those debuffs, but... Yeah. You know, being able just to, like, keep them there, I don't know. Like, it just seems like... I, I think it's the know. same thing, right? Because Rex can't root boss enemies, but he can well, root Mithrix and Artificer. Enemies, technically speaking. It just... Anything in the root, uh... Pretty much, the movement speed gets reduced to zero. Yeah, but I feel like um, I feel like Rex and Artificer both have abilities that aren't supposed to work on Mythrix, but the developers decided that it works on Mythrix. I'm not sure why that's the way it is. Um, yeah. So talking about Mythrix and sort of going back to the fact that you play a lot of Captain, how do you feel about fighting Mythrix while playing Captain? I've found that to be pretty difficult for the final phase specifically, because you don't have any movement. And he's got all your items that were like making you be able to be overpowered and stuff. Yeah, um, finding Mythic says Captain. I think it's fine. Um, of course, I'm a bit biased because you know I'm very like experienced in this game. Right? Yeah, but and with like, Myth that's, with that's, Captain that's specifically. New, uh, yeah, that's a whole new can of worms that you open like, with the whole like item stealing phase. But yeah, um, like. Pussy, I, since I always run Diablo Strike, or like, uh, I oh. usually just time it and just it just one shots, and I just uh, kite Mythrix around it. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm. But I've gotten even, to um... even okay, even in the case where you are not running Diablo Strike, you can still damage him for a high amount with your beacons and um, you know your yeah. Well, once you get Microbots back, uh, you know yeah, your uh, orbital strikes because like. If you damage him high enough, right, if you, you know, do a big enough hit on him, he gets, uh, stunned. Yeah, I feel like, um, I feel like what I struggle with with the final phase is I feel like Captain Shotgun is really good at applying bleed, so I try to always make sure that I can get capped bleed, and then Mithrix mm -hmm. pokes me, like, twice with the thing before I can get my bleed daggers back or something like that. He pokes me twice with his long-range attack, and then I'm just, like, bleeding out on the floor. It's usually how my captain runs die if I ever go to Mythrix. <laughs> Maybe I'm just used to playing characters like Mercenary and Artificer that can sort of just zoom around and not have to worry about it. Usually, um, the only trouble I really have with uh, Mythrix, not like a, a criticism, but like, 
difficulty. Yeah. I think when fighting him is only uh yeah, his uh you know I'm not gonna count his ad phase as a phase because it's just an ad phase. His uh, second phase. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. And uh, what I mean by the second phase is where he starts doing the framing pillow attack and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the only time like I have trouble with him because he's aggressive. Otherwise, Mythrix is not that bad. Yeah, yeah. And I could be again. I'm biased because I play a lot of uh, from software games, so. Bosses in those games compared to Mythrix, right? Yeah. Well, harder in a sense. Yeah. I feel like I struggle the most with uh, some people calling triangles, some people call it sliding doors. The, the fl- you were calling yeah. it a flaming pillar, yeah. the flaming pillars attack. Yeah. I struggle with it. I feel like I struggle with that a lot because I like panic and then I make some small mistake that spirals into. Yeah, and it's random. The pattern's a bit random. Mm hmm. I wish it, like, all went the same way, or it was have more indicated which way it was going to go, so... Because I feel like I spent half the time before, when he spawns it, just processing which way it's moving. Right. Yeah. Alright, so, um, weird builds, or, like, things that you would consider to be off-meta, but you play, and you play with that specific thing. Any of those you want to talk about? Um... Other than the squid Paul pill, because <laughs> like, with Captain, um, yeah, uh, I play sometimes uh, with um, shields. I mean, shields hmm. are be you know gaining more popularity given that transcendence exists. Yeah, transcendence but, is uh, pretty good. My thing about shields, right, is that there are only uh, three items that grant shields, right? What's if the third? Count, uh, it's a uh, science between strikes but technically you can add okay. wake of waters in because you know ovioning and perfective oh yeah there's also a shared design so there's what's six. shared design uh you can get a uh, perfected eats you oh yeah yeah so there's six there's six Which, but uh, only two of yeah. them are remotely close to common yeah of course mm-hmm. Which is my, which, you know, I kind of want a more item. I hope this is what the DLC build, you know, brings. Mm-hmm. I kind of want more, you know, items that incentivize uh, shield builds. Yeah, because I feel like... Transcendence is good, but, you know, it doesn't re-incentivize it that much, you know? It may be, for example, some modded items, right? Um, yeah. Like, I'm just going to throw one out the window. Um like, uh, the blood soak shield, I think, is from Ethereum, right? Uh, I don't I mean, actually know that one off the top of my head. What does it do? Yeah. Um, you, uh, when you attack, you gain back shield. Oh, like, that's kinda, cool. Like, the Hulvus Scythe, right? Of course, or the, um, Leeching Seeds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, this is modded, so, you yeah. know, this is way different from vanilla. But that's just an example of what they could do, right? Yeah. And also, uh, they can also, um, do, uh the shield core i'm pretty sure that's what its name is um pretty much what it does is uh when you have shields you gain armor you know that's another thing that you could do oh you like just like having ages basically Mm. Mm. or is it healing that gives you armor when you have shields or what well no when you have shields like when you have shields up you pretty much have armor right oh full armor well what? yeah well not for almo you just gain almo you know it, oh, okay. instead of having like 20 for example if you're playing rex you would i think the shield gives a 
like the shielding oh, is 15. Not armor yeah, is in barrier, armor is in yeah, that. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, That's I'll, my bad. I'll, yeah, the stat. Yeah, no problem. I forgot. Mm -hmm. I always mm. forget about that because, like, it's never mentioned, and the only time that it ever comes in is when. Because, like, nothing gives it to you except, um, what do you call it? The shield thing that activates when you're running. Mm, Crap, I forgot I what it's called. But, but um, and not, the only thing that really takes it away is um, when the enemies get shattering justice. So yeah, that's that's a stall, right? But um, you know, one item I want to see for shields is possibly uh, a shielding item, right? When you have all shields up, you kind of gain a bit of attack speed because it makes sense, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, shields, right, or, like, this energy, right? Mm -hmm. And maybe, perhaps, that it gives you that energy to you. Yeah, I feel so, like... you know, you attack faster. That's one thing I would like to see. I feel like since, like, the deal with shields is that if you play with shields in any area where you don't have the time to get out of battle and stop taking damage, I feel like, um, shields sort of hurt, and I'd like to see something such that having full shields is actually you know, worth something. Mm. Since I mean, having, keeping full shields would be like, it would be sort of like, uh, what do you call it? Something like Cautious Slug, but instead of giving you healing when you're not taking yeah. damage, it would be, gives you attack bow. This is, yeah. Yeah. That, so, that, that would be fine, too. Yeah. Mm. So, who else do you play other than Captain? Um... I like to play Mercenary, actually. Uh, oh, yeah. I haven't really seen you play Mercenary, but what's your build for that? Um, default kit, uh, but the shift is uh, focus uh, assault. Oh, yeah. I feel like um, I, I run, what I run is I run default kit with, um, winds, with right? focused assault and slicing winds, yeah. Uh, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like slicing winds is just sort of more my thing, but I see why Eviscerate could be good. I yeah, have um, yeah. I have the same problem with eviscerate that I do with uh crap. What's the default shift for mercenary called? Uh, blinding assault. Yeah. So um, blinding assault and fo and uh, eviscerate. I have like sort of the same issue with them, and that's they they take too long to get their benefits. So you have to for eviscerate you have to stop attacking and use eviscerate, even though that makes you invincible. Right. And then for um, for What's it? Crap. Blinding Assault. For Blinding Assault, yeah. um, you need to sort of stop... You need to stop attacking so that you can get your three dashes in and make it worthwhile. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Maybe if I tried playing with it differently, I would... I, I'd grow to like those two abilities more, but I don't know. How do you feel about the uh, alternate M2? Uh, for Mosinary? Yeah. Um, honestly, I, I mean, I think I understand why people use it, but I see more utility in, uh, his default M2. Yeah, it's got the whole trimping thing going for it. Not to mention, you can use it on soaps, uh... That's what I was saying when I said the whole trimping thing. People don't know this, right? But I tested it myself. I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna take a lot of time, so it's not really worth it, but with no items, you can technically get up to commencement without pills with Mercenary. Oh, yeah, that makes because sense. You're using, yeah, because you, like, you, um, you, you can M2, trim. yeah, you M2 off the seal, not the, you know, 
blue silk that the things covering the rescue ship, but yeah. uh, the silk, uh, you know, it going up to the pillows. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <clears throat> and yeah. I tested that for like about an hour and a half, and I found out that you could potentially get up there. Yeah. So, who is your least favorite character? Gonna start a little My bit of controversy. <laughs> um. Hmm, that's, that's a good question. I like them all because, you know, they have very unique designs. Even Commando, like, I like him because, oh, yeah. like, he's not necessarily unique, but he's, like, definitely, um, he's definitely, you know, a fun character to play. Yeah, but if you, like, if you had to pick one, yeah. somebody held a gun to your head and said, who's your least favorite Risk of Rain character? Who'd you tell him? Jeez, oh, <laughs> maybe... Acrid? Yeah, I, I feel like I feel the same about it. I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong, I really like Acrid. Oh yeah, I like Acrid too. Yeah. I feel like just sometimes but this whole... I just whole... feel like, like, to me, I'm more of a fast-paced guy. He just kind of feels like a chill, slow pace. I mean, he melts enemies, like he does a lot of damage, don't get me wrong, but it's all the time. Yeah, I feel like if you run Blight on him, it's a little bit different, but it's still yeah, not it's the a, same problem. Yeah, I mean, I like, I uh, I did a May build, and, you know, it, it was alright. I uh, I beat the game with it, but um, yeah, it, it kind of still has the same problem. Like, you need you need a cooldown items to set that up to, you know, we really become fast-paced, and even then, it's not, like, as fast-paced as a character's like Yodo or Captain or Mercenary, you know? Yeah. You just jump and just bite, and that's it. Yeah. With Mercenary, you just do all of these combos, and with Yodo, you swing around, you know, and just punch people and just, like, slam them. Like, I like the doggo, but he's just a bit too mm -hmm. slow-paced to me. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the fact that his poison doesn't have proc coefficient means that the, the items that he needs to scale are really weird. Like, old guild scene is especially, like, the only, like, one of the only items, like, all oh, yeah. that are, like, amazing to, like, to scale to him. Acrid with poison is sort of more about, I don't know. I don't have enough experience in Acrid because I don't really enjoy playing with him. Uh, another character that I sort of think that's kind of mad to play with, um, I feel like Loader sometimes feels like a drag, honestly. Yeah. I feel like once you yeah. get past first loop, she just sort of gets boring yeah you either but, die um, or it's trivial yeah like i i understand what you're saying like you know but at the same time uh swinging swinging like around like at like mock speeds right like mm -hmm. three speed oh yeah is also pretty fun yeah like, definitely i don't know i don't know if you own uh oculus quest but i played yodel and viola right? i do not own it a VR headset. And they have all, like, they have motion controls and whatnot, you know, you can see all, like, gauntlets and whatnot. Oh, yeah, just... And I just swing around and just, like, it got mock speeds mm -hmm. and just, uh, punch, like, a grandparent or Mythrix. Mm-hmm. It can be all, that's, like, cool. Yeah. So, any, uh, any weird or cool runs you've had recently? Um, a few, yeah. Um, with uh, with Captain especially, um, yeah, I was running Primordial Cube, right? Huh. Yeah. And um, I was in Simon's Call, and you know, I was dealing with like 
to a elderly man's a ally warship unit and like just a bunch of like brass contraptions, right? Yeah, the, the usual sirens I, call. Yeah, the usual sirens call. And when I shift, right, like I I was wanting the elbow strike. I shift like next to the a uh, AWU, right? And um, I was like kiting around, and as soon as um, like the shift was about to go off, I primordial cubed all the enemies went into oh. the thing and all of them just died that sounds awesome and that was like one of the best moments <laughs> i had with captain in like a while yeah like that's another thing primordial cube right um like of course that that's going a bit off topic but like, oh yeah keep going i use primordial cube uh not only just like to like get cc or just like to aim my like, strikes on captain yeah like i use it like i use it uh strategically as well because um like i go up to a high place and i you know oh, yeah. pick up the enemies right and i just primordial cube in the air and they get dragged off and usually what happens is when the primordial cube wears off mm -hmm. they either die from the environmental damage right from falling off the map yeah. or just die or just say like, get like one hp from fall damage oh yeah um when i run so, primordial like, cube I've told you I like playing a whole lot of mercenary, um, <laughs> specifically with slicing winds. I feel like if you take Primordial Cube, get a big bunch of enemies, and if you can get an Eviscerate stack on all of them, mm. what you can do is you can throw out a slicing winds. The slicing winds hits enough things, it procs enough Eviscerates that you immediately get slicing winds back, and then each individual slicing winds activates another slicing winds and i guess you can sort of get the same effect with brain stocks but it's sort of just sitting in the air playing a range basically playing ranged mercenary it's a whole lot of fun once you can get it working oh yeah i agree that's how i generally use primordial cube but going on the topic of um you know good ones um a weird one that i had recently was um like artificial equips right yeah, I was just playing, you know, mm -hmm. Quip State with all the festival ones. Yeah. And, um, like, uh, as soon as I beat Mithrix, right? Yeah. I, I forgot I had Kajol's ban, right? And, um, when he went to his item stealing phase, uh, I M2 him, right? And the Kajol ban pops, you know, where he's. Oh. There. Yeah, and he fucking canceled out his, <laughs> um, item stealing phase. And I was like, I was like confused for a minute, and I said, oh, yeah, Kajol's ban. Yeah, I did not know that Kajara's man would proc on him if you couldn't hit him. Yeah, because, you know, for the people that don't know, that are all watching the podcast, uh, how his item still in face works is that he does have a, a, a moment uh, where his iframes, right, don't come off. but uh, Before he takes all your items. Yeah, but the only thing that can get him out of that moment that I know of, right, as of right now, is Kajara's man. Well, you can also just constantly hit him and hope you get lucky. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can just hope, but like you have to be like be perfectly timed with oh, that. Yeah. And even then, it'll probably not work out like, too great. It's the best way to cancel Mythic's item stealing phase if you're really having that hold of a time with it. Is just to use Kajal's ban, and when he's in the like trying to like, stick him in the middle, right? And when he's about to die in his second phase, just, yeah, you know, proc the ban. And it will kill him, right? Like if he's like getting enough HP, but it will also cancel it, or just kill him mm -hmm. entirely. You know. Speaking of like sort of the end of Mythrix, I've been playing in the lobbies I've been playing recently because we both 
we know each other from multiplayer, and I bet yeah. all the, a bunch of the people I invite on this podcast, I'm going to know from multiplayer. Um, one of the things that I've seen a lot in multiplayer is like I've <laughs> just get so much people hitting the shrine of order under the stage, and then like almost dying and making it so that we can't charge the rescue ship in time or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've never died to it yet, but it's like it's always so close. The only reason why I would die to that phase was I wanted to see what happened. Yeah. I literally just wanted to see what happened, and it was just a white. It was just a white uh, thing. What oh, I wished. Did right? you do it in one of the runs that I was? Were you one of the people who did it in a run I was playing with you? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Uh, but what I, what um, what do you call it? I <laughs> wanted to do right. Um, like what I want to kind of change from that, right? Is since uh, you know. The, the new ending is like the void maybe like instead of it like, being a bright flash of light right it's um you know but it, it has like a purplish tint to it you know because it's like the void weevils are taking the moon you know yeah so it could be like a flash you know just a bright you know like purple light like when you're about to like implode mm. you know yeah mm. But that being said, one thing I would kind of like to see from that, right? From is, what? Uh, you know, from the Void Expansion, right? Is yeah. like, there's, like, I, I want to, you know, go on the moon, right? Kill Mythrix, right? Then potentially, right? Um, Loop. Well, well, kind of, yeah. You, you, you can say it like that. But, like, when, when you just wait for the thing to, like, uh, like detonate, right? Oh, and then there's like something you can do there because it's yeah, the it's, whole void expansion. Kind of, yeah, then it becomes like the uh, you know, Hey Reach ending. You know, that would be cool. I'm not sure I've played that. I've uh, uh pretty I, much you I, just uh the Hey Reach ending. You just uh you know spoiler alert. You just pretty much yeah spoiler. I should have added that. Um, you pretty much just uh fight your way uh until you die. Ah. Yeah, it's just a, you know, survival. Yeah, that's why I would like to see personally. Oh, that would be really cool, come to think of it. But, that being said, to balance out, right? I mean, there would be, like, the scaling would go up dramatically. Like, the level 99 cap will, like, go up. And it'll be a bit yeah. harder. And you can die more easier. Oh, yeah. That'd be really cool to see. Ooh, what if it was, like... At some point, you just, like, lost the floor or something. So you had to just hover in the air the whole time. I guess it would suck if you were playing somebody without, like, mobility skills or anything. Mm. When the moon is, like, detonating? The moon just, like, or it detonates or starts, like, the stage starts to fall apart and you have to fight things and it's like an airborne battle or something. It'd be super yeah, cool. Um, be Have you played, again, spoiler alert, for Ori and the Will of the Wisps, but have you played Ori and the Will of the Wisps? No. Oh, well, the final boss for Ori and the Will of the Wisps, again, spoiler alert, um, the ground disappears, and for, like, the second half of it, you are fighting in the air, and Ori has this dash mechanic where you can jump off projectiles if you time it right. Yeah. And you've got to jump off projectiles and fling them at the boss, and it's a whole lot of fun. I'd like to see something like that. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. I don't know. Um, but I do like that idea. That sounds pretty cool. It, it, it'll be cool to see what they add in the new Void expansion. 
Like, I, I can't wait for the Void expansion, because, like, we don't know what's gonna happen, but, like, if there was, like, something that had to do with, you know, detonating, right? Yeah. On the moon, right? Yeah. Um, you know, and it teleports you to, like, a, you know, a King of the Hill-esque, like, thing. Like, you know, you just stand your ground until you die. It could be, uh, um, it could be, like, Void Fields, but there's not any safe area, so your health is constantly draining and it's ramping up your health is draining more and more or something like that yeah maybe that could be like the thing you know or but i guess on the other hand like you said me. earlier if you were using shields that would be pretty bad unless you had ages yeah, <laughs> yeah of course like but instead of um like showing oh you know defeat like the defeat screen right yeah of the void thing it would show like the like a cut scene with an ending message you know and so he vanished blah 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 yeah um you played Splunky? Um, I have not. Okay, well, Splunky, uh, this isn't really spoiler. I guess it's gameplay spoilers. So gameplay spoilers for Splunky. But um, in Splunky, there's this secret final worldly area thing that you can go to. Um, I'm not going to explain how to do it because I don't want to give too much gameplay spoilers. But um, basically, there's 90, uh, 95 levels. No, 90, 94 levels of just absolute chaos weird world generation stuff like that and you know very few people actually get it done but it's sort of like it would sort of be like a how far could you go sort of thing mm. um what would be cool is if there was like something you had to do in risk of rain it wasn't just like if you failed the escape sequence that's what happens it's like instead yeah. you have to you go over to the blood pillars or something there's something secret hidden under there or something in order to enter like the final stand stuff mm-hmm I don't know. Yeah, well, I mostly just want the final stand to be, like, uh, what do you call it? A gameplay um, thing. Well, well, yeah, like, for the Void expansion. Like, just say why, why, how I want it to be caused is, like, you know, being imploded. Then, you yeah. know, it would be, like, a corrupt version of, like, the moon. And maybe, Ooh, like, that would be cool. ship, right? Yeah. Rescue ship, you can just, like, just sit there or just move around, you know? Yeah, that would be maybe, cool. Maybe, like, add, like, a health degen, right, that gets progressively stronger, right? Yeah, like void fields. Yeah. But, like, scale it up a bit more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, keep on scaling it up until you die, but, uh, or Mm -hmm. you could just scale up the enemies, uh, so, you know, they're, like, strong, you know? Strong enough to kill you and strong enough to survive, like, your endless amount of proc chains. Yeah, I feel like, um... I feel like if they were to do that, they'd have to make it some. Make, they'd have to add some new enemies. Obviously, they're going to do that yeah, in this expansion yeah. because Void Reavers, Lunar Chimeras, and uh, just Void Reavers and Lunar Chimeras are the most aggravatingly stupid things to die to. It like, it doesn't matter if it was a fair fight or not. It's just like you die to a Void Reaver, and it's like, oh come on, you die to a yeah. Lunar Chimera. It sort of feels like you're just getting beamed down. Mm. Sometimes, yeah, especially the wisp. Yeah. That's what they're called? Are they called Lunar Chimera Wisp? Well, they're called uh, Uno Chimeras, but I call them Uno Chimera Wisp, you know. That makes sense. be more quote. Like, there's Uno Explodal, right? Yeah. But, uh, that's, you know, that's the only thing. Yeah. Um, so, for the expansion, thoughts on the fact... I've heard some people talking about how, um, for the expansion, what's going to happen is it's going to... 
if you buy it, everybody, if one person in the lobby has it, everybody in the lobby gets to play the expansion, and yeah. the only person who doesn't, and the only advantage to having the expansion is that you get to play the characters. How do you feel about yeah. that? Um, that is like, okay, honestly, I like the fact that, you know, you can play, uh, you know, you can play the whole like, expansion with your friends and save money. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like a weird marketing decision to do that, you know? I feel, you feel, you think like pe less people are going to buy it if they don't want to play the care if they don't really care about playing the characters? Um, well, not necessarily, but it, it just seems a bit weird because like the only incentive to buying the expansion, unless if you're just a like, interval, is um, <laughs> you know just a uh, you know play the characters. And I guess play solo. I mean, yeah. both of us. Oh, well, if you both of us solo, play heavily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We play solo, so yeah, we'll definitely buying the expansion. But both of know? us play heavily online, so we probably have a different yeah. viewpoint on that than some other people might. But I mean, I play solo for the most part. I play online sometimes, you know. Yeah, I had a um, I had a two and a half hour mercenary run yesterday. Mm. It got to stage thirty. Uh, I died to a void rear. I was playing Sky Meadow. Um, you know how like Sky Meadow has, actually, it's the area that I died to the overloading worm in that one run, that we had. Remember that one? Yeah. Yeah, that little area, a Void Reaver was chilling on one of the top platforms, and I accidentally killed it, and I was sort of hovering in the air with Mercenary, because it was that late in the run, and I didn't re I was looking, paying attention to the ground, and I didn't realize there was a Void Reaver above me, and it just kind of blew up in my face. Alright, so anything else you want to talk about, or do you want to sort of finish up the podcast? Well, um, yeah, a few things. Like, okay, well, oh, go for okay. it. Like, I feel like uh, the enemy design is um, good in a sense, right? Like, yeah. But um, it's a bit like, flawed, of course, because not everything's perfect. Yeah. Mm. I mean, to me, I get that Whiskerain is supposed to be casual compared to other world gigs, but... Yeah. Like, I, I mean, this could personally just be like a secret difficulty or game mode, and I'm fine with that. That's why I like equips, right? Mm-hmm. And that's probably what, you know, I should probably stick to. But I just feel like the enemies are a bit too easy. Oh, yeah. You want to see something where the enemies move around more? I don't know. Yeah. Um, something like, uh, you, you said you played Hades, like the final mm -hmm. boss, which we're not going to talk too much about because that's gameplay spoilers. Yeah. Um, but sort of stuff like that where it's like running around, you got to, it sort of feels like you're on the same level as the enemy you're fighting. Mm. Rather than... You're just crushing him, but there's so many. Yeah. Mm. But, like, I'm, like, uh, people, like, um, you know, some people just, like, wanting, like, an easier experience, which I understand that, you know. Yeah. Like, I'm fine with, like, the normal game being casual, you mm -hmm. know, but, like, maybe something, like, Maybe, like, more Eclipse uh, modifiers would kind of, like, spice things up. Oh, yeah. Is there an Eclipse modifier that makes the enemies move faster? Uh, yeah, there is. And there's one that makes them attack faster as well, right? Well, not, well, not attack, uh, well, what it means by attack faster is cooldown. Oh, yeah. attack speed. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe, uh, you know, I just don't play, like, I just play, like, no, I just play nothing but equips and, you know, modded difficulties, right? Yeah. To make the game holder, but... 
you know, oh, maybe I just play a game like uh, from software. Granted, that doesn't mean that like, I can, you know, perfectly get like, uh, you know, beat everyone with equips uh, or you know, yeah, uh, modded difficulties. But I'm, you know, consistent in that matter. So, like with Monsoon, of course, uh, I don't beat everyone, but yeah. I can like be like at least the majority of my ones I can beat on Monsoon. Yeah, I feel like um. I don't know. I wish that the enemy patterns in the game were more challenging, more or more challenging. Maybe, yeah. Like it I was, mean... it, it's more complicated. There's more, you know, how like Mythrix. Mythrix has like his whole attack patterns. He runs around. He chases you. That sort of stuff. I wish there were more enemies that sort of acted like that, where it felt like they had brains rather than running at you and just randomly throwing <laughs> yeah. attacks around. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, like, and that's another thing. Like, accuracy, you don't have to, you know, put accuracy uh, in the screen. Because, yeah. like, the devs, like, all agree about that. They don't, like, want enemies to be, like, accurate, which is fine. Yeah. But maybe, like you said, maybe make the attack patterns a bit, you know, less predictable. Less predictable, or even more predictable, but it takes more yeah. skill to figure out what they're going to do next. Or Yeah, that, that's fine. I don't know. Maybe. Something like Hades, where you're watching the boss and you're waiting for their move so you can figure out what are they going to do. I'm not sure if you got that far, but there's a certain point where you have to like start watching the fine animations of the boss to figure yeah. out what's, what's coming up next and stuff. How do you think the um, corrupted item stuff is going to work? Do you think uh, when you pick an item up, it's going to automatically turn all of them into it? Or do you think, like, like sort of like a lunar item? Or do you think when you pick one up, it's going to um, just any lens maker's glasses you get from now on are automatically going to be lost Sears glasses or something? Um, it's all, like, I thought uh, the, the you know, dev thoughts were clear about this, but, um, you know, it's, it's uh, going to corrupt uh, any item from that, you know, like, like, for example, Yasiel's glasses is yeah. going to corrupt uh, any um, Yen's makers from now on. I thought they were clear on that. I must have missed that. Um, do you think sort of the, um, I don't know, crap, I might have not been paying enough attention. Is it scrappable again, or can you, like, get rid of the um, Yasiel's glasses? Okay, that one, that one, I'm not sure, but mm -hmm. for the most part, on Yaiki. Not even a cleansing pool. Maybe, maybe a cleansing pool, but I doubt it. Yeah, because what if you could have, like, Lost Maker's glasses and Crit glasses or something? I don't know. Yeah. The thing that confuses me is if they're going to have um, Lost Seer's glasses, how is our, how are all of, like, the Crit-based items going to work? Void items, I think, in my opinion, are well, well designed as far as I know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they seem, you know, like, a bit, like, nothing like, special, right? But mm -hmm. at the same time, you know, they're cool. They're cool. Something they new give, to the game. They give you, they give you like more of an option. They got more, like instead of Bungus, right? Bungus, uh, unless if you're playing engineer, typically does not have that much of a use. So maybe they're incentivizing, you know, more use to that. Mm -hmm. You know, they crit grasses, right? Or generally good on everyone, right? Yeah. But it's usually good on the people that can proc it well. You know, yeah, command maybe yeah, pocket consistently, yeah, commando, huntress, mercenary. Rex. Maybe it would be like something you would play bandit, and you would instead take lost seers since you're always critting from behind, anyways. And 
Yeah, maybe you could take down Bandit since, you know, just go behind you. Or yeah. maybe you could take down Auto Festival since she doesn't really have that much consistent, um, you know, like things to. Well, she can plot crit, don't get me wrong, pretty well. But like, she's not a like, consistent about it, you know? Yeah. Agreed. So maybe you can talk, uh, you can bring your seals on hold because um, she. Auto Festival is all about taking down boss. Well. Like, you know, t melting down It's one of her strengths. Yeah, it's one of her strengths. And enhancing that strength would perhaps, you know, yet whole focus on bosses more, you know? If, well, if you talk about, are you talking about one-tapping or crit? Because the, uh, the one-tapping doesn't apply to bosses. Well, yeah, I know. Um, I'm talking uh, one-tapping. Like, I get that it doesn't apply to bosses, but what I mean by that is, like... Sort of even bombs, out her kit. Right? Yeah, she bonds, like, uh, you know... For example, elder, like, uh, elderly Marians and like a Solus control unit uh, boss fight on Sky Meadows, right? Yeah. Um, she could um, yeah, get rid of those like two big threats, right, and focus more on the boss, you know? Yeah. That's I, what I mean. I'm personally a little bit concerned about multi. I don't know. Double nail gun power mode multi might be a little bit stupid with Lost Seer's glasses. <laughs> It might be, honestly. Just completely screw game balance. It's all I mean, dead instantly. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. It's it's Whiskerain. Like the whole point is like to become a god, like to genocide the whole. Uh, yeah. You know. Like, take take three take three yukes, a clover, and like a hundred lensmakers glasses or something. Just get Yuke's Clovers and Lensmaker's Glasses on multi, and you literally don't need anything else. And one thing I like, one thing that I love, right, it's like a small touch, but like eventually the going gets so high, right, yeah. that enemies stop spawning. spawning. I actually <laughs> like that touch because, like, you know, you're doing genociding the you've whole thing. Yeah, you've killed everything, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you've killed everything, it's gone. It's like Undertale. You started yeah. the boss fight, but nobody came. Yeah, it's nobody came man they should just add like they should like add that little touch in you chat <laughs> you extinct like everything like everything just went extinct the refugees you know? are all dead now the last thing Ooh, and if they gave like mithrix a special you know honestly we just want to play undertale but risk of rain at this point <laughs> <laughs> you go to mithrix and mithrix instead hires you to help break him out and take over the world instead of you killing him yeah Mythrix would probably uh, betray you, though. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Maybe you're just that evil. <laughs> That'd be yeah, interesting, yeah. though. If they had, like, more alternate endings. Yeah, that would be cool. Like, which is why I mentioned, uh, you know, the Void thing. Maybe that yeah. could be a nice alternate ending. Of course, uh, granted, they're doing a final, you know, alternate final boss and final stage. Yeah. But, um... Like, an alternate like, ending to, like, Moon, you know, you get teleported there, then you maybe get like, to, like, a stand your ground, you know, thing. You do all the setup in order to get to the final stage, final boss thing, but instead you go to Mythrix. And it's, like, the holding out thing rather than the, you fight the final, final boss. Yeah. Be interesting. Yeah, it would be interesting, definitely. Yeah. Mm. But... Um, that said, yeah, um, I get it would be a bit hard to, you know, program, but I'm pretty sure Hoku can do it. Yeah. I mean, even with, uh, 
one, the devs, uh, you know, heaving. Oh, yeah, that did happen. Which uh, many people do not know this, but uh, Javid, right? He F2. Oh. uh, February of this year. Yeah, I did not know that, so. Yeah, it was in his uh, resume. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, that's a y- what y'all people don't know. You know, like, this isn't the first time uh, a dev y- yeft on Hopu. Javid yeft. I don't know what reason. Yep. Perhaps maybe he had different friends, like uh, Noel did, but I don't know. Yeah. And then one last thing before we sort of finish it off. Um, what are some abilities that you would like to see on characters in general and sort of captains since you are a captain man? Like, uh, alternative abilities. Yeah, would you like to see some new alternate abilities, since he really only has one option for his M1 and M2, and then only... Hmm. Yeah. Maybe a alternate, um, beacon. Another beacon? What would you like that yeah. to do? Um, I would, po- I would potentially like it to, like, uh, have it, have it, like, uh, give, like, temporary items, like one mod does in Risk Rain. Like, mm-hmm. like not replace the hacking be- beacon but it kind of or not even like temporary items but like just give you like uh you know like a supply crate you know of like you you know yeah yeah like maybe like med kits right because you know it'd make more sense since you know like it's or maybe like crit grasses or armor piercing rods maybe like something that's like you get one per stage or something, yeah, and you only get to order. You order one single white item or something, and if you use it repeatedly, yeah. you can get a green or a red item sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Sort of like command. Can, yeah, it makes sense canonically, right? Because you know, no, I don't want necessarily like bungus to be in it, right? But like things that would be on a ship, right? Or like or military, like med kits, a brilliant behemoth, you know, like weapons, like. I'm not sure that would actually, they would actually run it that way, but it'd be interesting to see. Yeah, I mean, it would be interesting to see, though. Like, mm-hmm. like a supply crate that gives you, like, X amount of, you know, items and has, like, a chance for, like, a red, you know? Yeah. Like, maybe it would give you, like, three whites, right? Mm-hmm. Or, like, two greens and one red. Maybe it could be like that. And, you mm-hmm. know, boss items and, you know, items we could skip because those are planet-based items. Yeah. Maybe I already sold this to you in a lobby, I'm not sure, but I was talking about how it might be cool to see a, um alternate M2. Oh, for Captain? For Captain. Uh, like, a taser, it just, it doesn't uh, stun for as long, it, but it comes out quicker. Like, it, you can use it every second or something, and all it does is it interrupts the enemy's attack. So you could use it as an interrupt and as a way to animation cancel um, the M1. It might make the taser yeah. more useful, but I don't know. Another thing like, about the M1 cancel is that there's no M1 cancel. Uh, like, it's way faster, too. Um, mm-hmm. If you use uh, your hacking beacons, right? Or mm-hmm. not, not not hacking beacons, but any beacons, right? Yeah. You use your beacons, right? And you aim to a place that uh, they cannot place, and you just spam uh, beacon and M1. That's like, oh. a huge animation cancel you can do. And that's like super fast. Oh, I didn't know that. Like, you file you file your M1 like at a ridiculous rate. Mm-hmm. Like for at least for stage one standards. Yeah, for stage one standards. But then again, you have to sort of be yeah, able to flick to... off and look at somewhere where. Yeah, of course, you know. And sometimes you might accidentally place your, you know, beacon. Yeah, 
it's hard to do, but rewarding once you do it. Yeah. How do you feel about um, in alternate M1 for Captain? Because Captain has a bunch of abilities without alternates. Mm. How do you feel about that? Um, would you like to see one? And if so, what would you like to see? I'd probably think his shotgun's fine. Maybe yeah. if, if uh, there was to be one, maybe like a... Uh, not necessarily a shotgun, but it, perhaps like uh, he controls like a orbital like laser, right? Mm-hmm. Or or like maybe some drone, right? Goes around him and you know he fires like a tiny laser, you know. Maybe yeah, he's just got a laser attached like to his a hand. Titan laser, yeah. Like, sort of to have a um. Titan laser, you know. Like to have like that DPS, right? Mm-hmm. Like more more a like, constant, technically more constant blocking, right? Yeah, I mean, not not like his shotgun cannot proc anything. That, but that more consistent, awesome. like always yeah, proc. Like more in the flow, you know. Yeah. Always procing, you know. Maybe it has like a proc coefficient, be like zero point five or zero point four, you know. Or but, alternatively, you could give him something that damaged less, but at a higher proc coefficient. Yeah. Like always like, proc thing, not always proc, but at a proc coefficient of one. Maybe like a. Uh, maybe like a. Uh, Grenade yancho, similar to like Multi's like old scrap yancho, maybe like that. Maybe uh, maybe more straightforward, not in an arch, but something yeah. like that maybe. I'd be fine with. You know what would be cool if you could see a beacon. Um, you could see a beacon that you could like sort of hit in order to get your procs. Yeah. So you could place a beacon. It'd sort of just be a tr- test dummy, and you would shoot it, and it would proc your ATGs or your ukuleles or whatever. That would be cool. That would be cool. It would be busted, probably, but... I mean, but it would probably, like, of course, uh, you know, they would have to make the missiles, like, go out and not target the actual target itself. Or alternatively, it would be cool if we could see something that Captain could shoot, and what it would do is it would, um, it would take damage and it would let you proc things, but maybe it would have, like, a lower proc coefficient when you shot at it, so it proc'd things half as often in order to make it sort of less broken. be interesting though yeah i agree thank you for listening to this episode of prismatic trials uh again kane thank you for coming on today yeah no problem um and make sure to go check him out on all of his platforms check us out on youtube i am elemental gamer 44 on both youtube and twitch and you can find us on basically any app that you listen to podcasts on hopefully we're still trying to work that one out uh kane you want to plug your socials one more time uh yes uh i don't really uh have any social media but uh youtube uh discord and that's pretty much it and you're just kane on all of those yep all right and yeah uh thank you guys for listening to the podcast and we will hopefully see you next week